Welcome to the No Fluff Small Business Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Sam DiNicola, owner of the digital marketing agency, Sam DiNicola Digital, and coach for entrepreneurs looking to start and grow their own small businesses. This podcast is for anyone who wants to market their business effectively without huge budgets, massive teams, or burnout and overwhelm. I'll be cutting through all of the noise to give you straightforward and actionable tips so you can apply my knowledge and expertise in your small business. I truly believe that anyone can start and grow a business. So if you're ready to set aside the excuses and the fear and to start making the moves you need to be able to successfully promote your small business, keep listening. All right, let's get started with no fluff. All right, let's talk about hiring in your business. This is something that I know can be really scary and a lot of people don't know where to start. And because of that, they actually hire for the wrong thing or they hire the wrong person for the job they need done and they have a horrible experience and you swear off hiring. Like, it's just easier if I'm going to do it myself, right? Or I don't have time to hire because I don't have time to train someone. And those are really the two biggest pain points that I see from people who know they need support in their business, but they haven't made that leap to hire someone to start outsourcing, anything like that. And this is really holding you back in your business for a lot of you. If you're a you know solopreneur forever, I totally respect that, and that's totally something you can do. But you need to know when something's got to give, and then when you identify, all right, this isn't working long term. Something needs to change. Identify is hiring someone the thing that will solve my problems, right? So the first thing I really wanna talk about today is figuring out when you're at the point of something's gotta give and is hiring the answer to that point, right? Obviously, you know that if you're to the point where you are working constantly, you feel indebted to your business, you don't feel supported by your business, right? You are you can't stop thinking about, about work, um, you're kind of just dreading it. You have, congratulations, you have made your business into a job. And that is not what we want, right? That's not the purpose of building your own business. If you wanted to do that, you could just go out and get a nine to five job, have the healthcare, have the benefits, have the dedicated vacation time and be done with it, right? The whole point of starting a business is doing something that you really enjoy and building a business that allows you to build the life that you want outside of your business. And if you are unable to live a life outside of your business, you don't have a business, you have a job, right? So if you are at that point, something's got to give, right? It's pretty easy to identify that part of it. Um, Now, what I really like to look at when I have people coming to me for a digital strategy intensive or my coaching clients, and they're really asking, okay, I know something's got to change, but I just don't know what it is. Do I need to outsource? Who do I hire? What do I need? Right? Do I, can I get away with not outsourcing all of these questions, right? How do I afford to outsource even if I wanted to? What I like to say, first of all, 
you know what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you, you need to be tracking your time, right? Because our memory, our thoughts are lying to us a lot of the time, right? So you think, oh, I really don't spend much time on that thing, right? But if you're tracking your time, you might see, oh, I'm spending more time on that thing than I think I am, right? Or, oh my God, I need to outsource for this because I'm spending so much of my time on it, but you're really not spending that much of your time on it. You just don't enjoy doing it, which is okay. But knowing how much time you're spending on things is so, so key because it's going to make it 10 times easier to identify what you need to outsource and what you're really going to benefit from in terms of hiring. So if you haven't already, number one is Start tracking your freaking time, people. It's a wealth, it's gonna give you such a wealth of information. It's so, so worth it. The other thing is, is start documenting everything that you're doing. Start, if you have a system around something, you need to start documenting that right now because I don't care if you're gonna outsource or if you're not, if you're gonna hire someone or if you're not, if you don't have things documented, you are gonna get to that place where you say, I don't have time, I need to hire because I don't have time, but I don't have time to hire because I don't have time to train. And it's a rock and a hard place and something's gotta give at that point, right? So start documenting all of your processes now, whether that's in a Google Doc, whether that's just recording videos of you walking through how you do things. The next time you're gonna do go out and do something, a, you know, schedule a social media post, right? Create a flyer, whatever, walk through that process and document it. Not only is that gonna allow whoever you hire, if you hire, to be able to more easily be trained and train themselves, but even if you don't hire for that thing, you can kind of look at it from a more objective view and say, can we tighten this process up, right? Is there any way we can systematize this? Because that's the next question. After you start tracking your time and after you've started to document everything, you're then going to look at what you're doing, any task, every task that you're doing, and you're going to think about, can this be systematized or a better process set up around it? Can this be automated? Can this be outsourced? And it doesn't matter if you're not ready to outsource right now. You want to go through all of your tasks and identify which of those three things it is, or it could be more than one of those things. Maybe you need to set up a better system and process around it and outsource it, right? That is what you need to do first because you're gonna find that there's some things that if you just set up a system and process around it, it's actually gonna go from something that takes you three hours to take you one hour, right? Can you template something out? Can you do, you know, start to duplicate it and use what you've already done each time? right? Instead of starting from scratch every time. Now that thing that used to take you three hours, and you know that because you're tracking your time, is now only taking you one hour. Great. You just freed up two hours of your time per week. Congratulations, right? Next, you're going to look at can this, if this thing can be automated, how could that happen, right? Are there tools that we could use to automate this thing, right? To cut down on that time. Those tools are often going to come with budget, but guess what? Paying to automate something nine times out of 10 is going to be cheaper than outsourcing that thing. And then you're not reliant on a human being and managing a human being. So that's the next thing you're going to look at. Do we need to tighten up our system and process around this thing? Go through all of your tasks and look at that slash also have you documented that process. Next, can we automate this thing? Can we automate any part of this thing to make it faster? 
oh, it now, okay, this new tool that's going to automate this process might cost a little bit of budget, but all of a sudden it's saving you five hours a week. Wow, that's that's a lot of time, right? How could you reallocate that time that you're now saving to go out and get more clients and increase your revenue? That will then pay for that tool and then some, right? Then you're going to look at, okay, I'm happy with the system and process around this thing. It can't be automated with a tool. Should we outsource here, right? And what I often look at when I'm asking the question of should we outsource is, do I hate doing this thing? Or if I hire out for this thing, is it going to save me a significant amount of time, enough so that I can go out and do lead generation and focus on revenue generating activity? Because that's the other key here. When you are starting to outsource, so many people just outsource whatever they think they don't want to do or whatever they think they should outsource without thinking about, is this a revenue generating activity that I'm outsourcing? If it's not, Am I reallocating my newfound time to focus on revenue generating activity? Because if you don't do that, what's going to happen is you're going to hire someone and you're going to immediately start to feel like, okay, I hired this person. So now my, my expenses are higher. I have to pay this person, but the revenue isn't going up. So now my profit margins are too tight and now we're not making enough money. And you put unrealistic expectations on that new person it's not their fault. They, you might have hired them for something that's not a revenue generating activity. It's on you as the business owner to go out and focus on those revenue generating activities with your newfound time. Now you might say, I just want to work less in my business. So I'm going to go ahead and outsource these things, but they're not going to be revenue generating activities. Okay. So you might split the difference. I'm saving four hours a week by hiring this person. So I'm going to take three of those hours and not work. Now I'm working three hours less per week, and one of those hours is going to be dedicated to revenue generating activities so that we can not only pay for that person, but also increase the revenue, right? These are all things that people don't think about. So you don't know, should I hire? Should I not hire? What should I hire for? And these are all things that you need to look at in your business before you pull the trigger on hiring, but they're going to set you up for success later after you hire, right? And there are other things that I'm, we're going to talk about next in terms of how do we hire, right? Who do we look for? What do we do that? Where do we find them? What do we ask them, right? So we're going to talk about that next. So now let's talk about, okay, we've identified what we, we do need to outsource something. We've identified what it needs to be. We know about how many hours per week or per month we need to outsource that thing for because we are tracking our time. And we have documented the process and the system around that thing so that we can make it easier to onboard that person. Great, we love that. Now what the hell do we do, right? So look at the task that you need to outsource for first. Look at how long that's been taking you. You're going to add a little bit of buffer on because, you know, obviously, at least just for the first few months, that person's going to take longer than you, right? See if there's a theme between those tasks because you might find, oh, I actually need to hire two people for less time, but because these tasks are so different, right? So it might be, I actually need, yes, I need to hire a social media manager, but I also need to kind of hire an admin person to handle some 
to help me with the client management piece, right? Those are often not going to be the same person. Stop asking them to be the same person. Stop thinking, oh, I, if I see one more person posting about how they're looking for a unicorn, I'm going to scream. Why do you need to find a unicorn? Why can't you hire people who specifically work on that thing and then you only hire them for the amount of time that thing takes and then you can go out and hire this other person here who focuses on that thing over there? If you need a social media manager and you need a graphic designer, why does it have to be that you need someone who's excellent at social media and can create all the graphics for your business everywhere? Why do those have to be the same person? And I'll also tell you here, now if you hire one person to cover all of your stuff in your business, right? Now if that person leaves, if that person doesn't work out, you're in a really tough position. Versus, oh, I've hired two people to do pretty specific things. And we can cross-train them a little bit so that when that person's out over there, that person might be able to pick up a little bit of the slack so it doesn't all fall to me, right? You don't want a unicorn. You want people who can do what you need them to do, but it's all representing the same amount of hours, right? So if you, instead of looking for a unicorn and they're gonna spend five hours a week on social media, they're gonna spend three hours a week on helping you with client management stuff, they're gonna spend four hours a week on graphic design, right? Five hours plus three hours plus four hours is 17 hours, right? Instead, hire someone to do that specializes in social media to do the social media five hours a week. Hire someone who specializes in client management and admin stuff to do those three hours of client management stuff. Hire someone who specializes in graphic design to do that four hours of graphic design a week. You're still only paying for 17 hours. Wow, groundbreaking, I know. But so many people don't do this when they're first hiring and it's insane. It's insane because guess what? That social media person, that graphic designer is gonna have a higher hourly rate than that person who's just helping you with admin work. So you're actually paying a higher rate for that admin work than you need to. Groundbreaking, I know. But so many people who are just first starting to hire don't think about these things. And it's gonna benefit you so much more to do these things and be super specific about what you need from them, what you need from them, what you need from them, right? This part, you can cross train them, it's great, right? But this is gonna make such a big difference for you because the likelihood that you're finding that unicorn and they're great at all of those things at a price point that you want and they can do all the things that you need in the amount of hours you need, you're, you're not setting yourself up for success. It's gonna be hard to find that unicorn, right? And that's, what's, that's something that's just so, so important, right? That people don't think about because you, why would you think about it? You've never done it before. Can you tell I get a little heated around this part? <laughs> I just really care because I think that people hire in a way that doesn't make sense and then have a bad experience and then they just write off ever getting support in their business when getting support in their business is really what they need, but they just haven't done it correctly, right? So the other thing is, you know, where do I find these people? Where the hell do I find these people, right? I am a huge fan of obviously using referrals and Facebook groups. That is where I have found most of my team members. 
Um, I think they're a really great source. Oftentimes, if you're in a Facebook group, you can actually post, you know, very specifically what you're looking for, number of hours, all of those things. And you can actually say, you know, I'm really looking for recommendations from people, right? It's a great way to at least get a warm introduction to someone um, or ask, ask around, ask for some referrals, right? From your network, from other business owners that you know, all that good stuff. Um, I don't typically look on Upwork and Fiverr. Um, I like to tap into the existing network that I have with Facebook groups. I know a lot of people who use Upwork and Fiverr and you can hire really affordable outsourcing there. Um, What I would really look for with Upwork and Fiverr is identify, if you want to go that route, identify kind of a, a more specific project that someone can do for you to test them and see if it's a good fit. And then you can open it up to work with you longer term. So that's what I would really suggest um, doing in terms of, okay, how do I vet them? I got a thousand responses to my Facebook group or a thousand responses on Upwork, right? How I don't want to go through all of those. I don't have time for that, right? Get super specific about the application process and you can actually make people weed themselves out. So what do I mean by that? Have them email a certain email address to in order to apply, right? So they need to email a certain email address. They need to use a specific subject line. So right there, if someone comments on that Facebook group post, but they don't send you that email, great. You don't even have to think about them because they obviously didn't take the two extra seconds it took to read your post. So you don't have to deal with them, right? If they send you an email, but it's not the specific subject line, okay, great. You're good. You don't have to even pay attention to that person because they obviously can't follow directions right? In ask in that email that they send very specific information, right? Which would be how many, and you're in your post, you're saying, this is what I need. And this is the amount of hours I need per week, per month, whatever. Right. So ask them to send their hour availability, right? Um, and ask them to send their rate. Some people won't, submit their rate right away. I think that's fair. So that sometimes I don't use that as an automatic, like done, you're out. Uh, and then typically I will also ask for either some exam them to send some examples of work or, you know, more information about what they do, that kind of thing. They don't send those things. Great. I don't even need to get on a call with them because they obviously can't follow instructions. Easy. That usually will whittle it down to like less than 10 people. Right. And then I'm only reviewing 10 people. And from there, I usually only schedule three, four, five max calls, max. I guarantee you're not hiring for anything that's rocket science. More than one of those candidates is going to be a good fit. You don't need to get on calls with all of them. It's fine. If you get on those five calls and you don't like any of those people, guess what? Now you can go out and schedule more calls with other people, right? I schedule the calls. On those calls, what I'm really getting a feel for is the personality, the culture fit, right? I'm super clear on how I work, how my team works, what my expectations are. I ask them if that seems okay for them. Um, I typically ask, you know, what's their experience? I, we will talk about their rates at that point. We will go over how many hours a week I need. If there's specific, you know, I need you to be available for specific hours. 
Does that work? Is that okay? We'll go over all of that during the call. And I really get a feel for, okay, this person feels really good. This person, mm, not so much. Usually you can do that on the call. It's kind of like a gut feeling. Just trust it, right? Just trust it. And then what I do is we decide, I decide on, you know, one person that we're going to hire and I go ahead and let them know. I go, okay, so typically that first month I'll do less than I actually need to outsource for them. So if I'm looking at 20 hours a month, I'll say, okay, great. Let's do a test run for 10 hours this month. And I'll start to offboard things onto them just to do a test run to make sure, yes, it is a good culture fit so that you're not putting all of your eggs in that basket. If it doesn't end up working out, set the expectations super clear from the get-go, right? That's always going to be a huge, huge benefit for you. And you've already systematized and set up processes around everything. So explain to them how they can train themselves and that you are available for questions after they've reviewed everything, right? Because that's going to be really key. If you have someone who's asking you questions that you've already answered in the documentation, that's a red flag, right? They need to go and look for it. The answer is there for them. And these are really the things that are going to make hiring really seamless for you, really easy for you and not a chore, right? So, you know, we've kind of gone over how to identify if you need to outsource or do you need to set up systems and processes around something? Can you automate something? If you are going to outsource, what do you outsource for? How do you figure that out, right? And then once you've decided what you're going to outsource for, how many hours you need, how you go out and find that person, um, how you interview that person, how you make sure it's a good fit, how you make sure that they're getting onboarded without spending, you know, you spending so much time on it. So I hope this was really, really helpful. I know that hiring can be super scary and overwhelming for a lot of people, especially if you're already an extremely busy business owner, but this is the way you do it, right? This is the way you get support. This is the way that you build a business that makes allows you to build the life that you really want to be living right outside of your business. So I hope this was really, really helpful. Um, if you are struggling around, do I hire? What do I hire for all of those questions? Definitely, um, drop me a message. I'm Sam Nicola. That's S A M dot D I N I C O L A on Instagram. Um, You might also look at booking a digital strategy intensive, which is a 90 minute call where we really take a deep dive into your business and figure answer all these questions for you. You can find out more about the digital strategy intensive at samdinicoladigital.com. And if you've enjoyed this, this episode and you've been liking the other no fluff episodes, definitely, definitely leave a review Every single month, we are choosing one lucky reviewer to get a free coaching call with me. This is the easiest, most affordable, because it's free, way to get my eyes on your business and start helping you really succeed and go to the next level. So definitely, if you haven't already, make sure that you leave a review and I will see you next time.